Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So personally, I love stories. I mean, you can learn so much from hearing about the things people do because they aren't just textbook ideas anymore, but now they're real life expressions of what a person is capable of achieving. And if someone out there is capable of doing that thing, whatever it is, that means that if we work at it, it could be a level that we could attain as well. But there are some stories that I love because just when you think you know where it's going, and it's nice, you realize, wait, the story has only just begun. Having spoken a lot about the mitzvah of love your fellow neighbor like yourself over the past week, I want to use a story to share with you just how far this idea can go. I recently saw and shared the story with my kids around the Shabbos table. See, this story is about the great and exceedingly humble Hasidic master, Reb Zusha of Anapoli, who is also known to have lived in dire poverty, but nevertheless, always in a cheerful mood. And many stories are shared just about how and why he was able to maintain that outlook. And as the story goes, one time Rebzusha's wife told him how she really was in a need of a dress. Now, it's not because she ran out of things that she likes. Literally, she needed a dress. They saved up kopeck after kopeck until eventually they accumulated enough money for a new dress. And off she ran to the tailor to have a dress sewn. When she returned to pick up the dress, she noticed that the tailor was looking extremely despondent. When asked if everything was okay, he told her that his own daughter was soon to be married and that he was simply destitute and he couldn't even afford a dress to make for her. My daughter was here yesterday, the tailor said, and when she saw this dress, she assumed I made it for her. And when I had to tell her the truth that it was for someone else, she just began to cry and I just felt and still feel heartbroken for her. Upon hearing this, Rebzusha's wife was overcome with compassion for this young bride-to-be and the pain that the father of the bride was feeling and said without hesitation, please, give this dress to your daughter. I don't really need a new dress anyhow. So this part of the story is nice. It's really nice. But like I said, sometimes the story is just about to begin. When the wife returned home and told Rebzusha what she had done after they saved up for weeks to get this dress, Rebzusha simply praised her for his great, her great kindness, and for being so selfless in fulfilling the mitzvah of bringing joy to a bride for her wedding day. Again, nice part of the story. Amazing to be so generous. Correct me if I'm wrong, we often have plenty in our closets, and if we were to give it to someone, it's because we have plenty and can easily buy new things for ourselves or live without it. This was not the case in this story. They had nothing and could certainly not afford another dress. Doing what they did is really what it means to care for someone else like yourself. But again, the story's not over yet. After he praised his wife, Rebzusha said, wait, I have an important question to ask. Did you pay the tailor for his work? Surprised, she asked, well, well no, why? I gave him the whole dress. To which Rebzusha replied, true, but when you engaged the tailor to sew the dress for you, you became obligated to pay him for his work. He did his job faithfully and he deserves his wage. You then made the decision to give the dress away. It makes no difference whether you had taken the dress or given it to someone else or the tailor himself. He relied on you for his much needed income to feed his family. Your act of tzedakah does not free you from the obligation to pay him for his work. Now, wow. I mean, that is next level. There's so many levels and layers of beauty to this story, this Rebbe, this couple, this Misa, the story, and the lessons that we can apply from it if you think about this story over and over again from every angle. And to be honest, we actually have people who walk these city streets today who still think this way. I've met them myself. And who knows, maybe one day 
we will each all be one of those people. That would be success. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.